welcome back to another episode of That's My Personal Business. Happy Halloween. We are doing a, you're going to have a normal episode tomorrow. Let me be clear. You're going to have a normal business episode where we're talking about branding in a way that I'm really, really excited about, but it's Halloween. So obviously we had to do something and I had this idea last minute. I was going to record a podcast episode on this like year and a half ago and I never got to it, but client horror stories. And you guys, you didn't disappoint. Like you guys sent in some stuff that I was just like, wow, that that would have sent me into retirement. Like that probably would have been it for me. And so I'm really excited because some of these I've read and some of these I haven't. I went through like some of them to screenshot them, but I kind of want to just read most of them in real time with you because wow, they're so exciting and we get to hear them for the first time together. How beautiful is that? So happy Halloween. Let's just get straight into it. Let's talk client horror stories. And I will not be sharing any of my own, though I have them, but I, I like I like the anonymity, anonymity, I believe that's the word, of these ones. So let's let's get into it. There's like one specific one that I really want to start with because she sent it to me originally. This person sent me this like a year and a half ago when I wanted to do it, and she sent it in again. And was like, hey, I sent this to you last time, but like, let me send it again. And it was one of those ones where I just like, I read it and I was like, there's absolutely no way that that is real. So let's go ahead and start with this one because it's absolutely magic. Here we go. She puts it in three points, which are just phenomenal. One, the mom and the stepmom of the groom were fighting all day long. Which also, we all know that like moms on a wedding day, they can, they can be tricky. They can be tricky. I hate that that's a stereotype that they live up to every time, but they do. One, the mom and stepmom of the groom were fighting all day long. And after the grand exit, I came back inside and they were sitting at the reception table, drunkenly making out. I just walked right past. (laughs) I just, the thought of like two moms fighting on the wedding day and then walking in and they're making out, I would just be like, Okay. Two, a mom broke her hip on the dance floor. Chaos. There's a lot of injury ones in here that I just, I I can't. Three, the bride asked for just me in the hotel room she was getting in and told me she didn't want to go through with the day. I, lots of those two, lots of like, lots of people just (laughs) not wanting to go through with their wedding day in a way that is just so chaotic. And I would, I would cry, but the moms making out still to this day are my favorite. Okay. Let's read, let's read through a few more. Someone just said like having someone, I put out a call, right? That was like, I need your client's horror stories. And someone goes like having someone drop a hat full of vomit on you or a bride punching the groom in the face over doves. Obviously I asked for an expansion on that one. So let's get into it. Okay. So I was really early on in my wedding career and I had met the couple for getting ready at the hotel and they took me in their car with them to the venue. This meant that I would need to get back to my car via the shuttle at the end of the night, which all guests were taking the shuttle. It was the school bus and I ended up being on it just like very last call. And one, I was exhausted. So I'm sitting on the bus and this guy comes stumbling down the row of the rows of the buses. And I'm like, damn, that is the drunkest guy I've ever seen. And he is totally going to puke. And he throws himself in the seat next to me, blocking me and like locking me into the seat. And like with his eyes rolling back in his head is like, you know, I'm not going to vomit. Don't worry. And then the bus driver is having trouble getting the bus started. So I'm starting to panic. I'm exhausted. I'm ready to go home after a super long wedding day. Side note, just the thought of having to be 
on the school bus with the guests at the end of a long wedding day is just like everyone's nightmare like you want nothing more than to just be in your car at that point and be like tucked into bed and not having to like have your face on so that alone would give me a panic attack and of course naturally this dude starts puking (laughs) and someone hands him a hat to puke into which he immediately proceeds to drop on me as soon as we get to the location and I literally in tears scream that I need to get out (laughs) and rip my pants off and call my boyfriend pantsless in my car crying it ended up being the bride's brother and she called me the next day horrified and offered to dry clean my clothing so that was nice immediately no like just the bus situation in general being next to someone throwing up would make me throw up like that would ruin my whole day to have vomit dropped on me unparalleled okay story two the doves this poor photographer that sent these things in so this is a second shooting gig and it was the first wedding I shot when I moved to California and it was a pretty big expensive wedding at a vineyard really big wedding party and the bride had just a super rough morning bridesmaids were all wasted and putting everything behind they kept taking her getting ready appointments and then she hated her hair and makeup um so she rides to the venue an hour late in tears so super stressed which that's already just we hate that We finally make it to first look and wedding party portraits. And again, the bridesmaids are just falling over drunk. I would kill my friends, by the way. Like, I would be so mad. Um, In enters the Dove Wrangler. I just love the title Dove Wrangler. Um, The couple were having doves released during their first kiss. And the Dove guy was, like, really adamant that the ceremony needed to happen by a certain point so that he could have the doves. (laughs) So that the doves could have enough light to fly home. Why is that the funniest sentence to me like hey your guys' wedding ceremony needs to take place at a certain time so the doves can fly home I don't know why I love that and so all the bridesmaids are you know making everything take so much longer than it needs to be so the bride is freaking out this builds up to her just bursting into tears and running away during the wedding party pictures that's so sad and her beautiful groom follows her and she immediately just punches him in the face what she punches the her husband she punches her husband Oh my God. He immediately gets on the phone with the dove guy and is like, I don't care if you lose all your fucking doves. I will buy you new doves. (laughs) You just need to make this whole day happen for me because it's ruining the whole day. The doves being just the key part of this. From there, the rest of the day basically went off without a hitch and the doves were the least... We're at the least appropriate time and everything was great. The girl I was shooting for in the venue coordinator were horrified and we swear (laughs) this kind of thing never happens here. And I was just like, damn, they do it different in California. (laughs) The way this was like the first experience in a new state is also just my favorite thing of all time. That's so funny. Okay, next. Worked for a wedding photographer as a second shooter, and he told me after a handful of 12-plus-hour wedding days, which, by the way, if you guys have ever worked a 12-hour day, it is like 8 to 10-hour days are already, right? Like, you're exhausted. 12-hour days, something happens where you are just like, you are a corpse. 12-hour days are, they're unlike anything else. Okay. 12-hour days that he was only going to pay me for 8 hours a day. Not in any contract, but he also had insisted that it was clear. Also would only pay for a certain amount of hours to edit all of his wedding albums for couples. And if I went over it, unpaid but if I didn't finish the editing I would get fired I was so young um and he was so manipulative and kept changing the rules he would pay me for I hate that I hate I hate that um we had one that got sent in that was really really sad so I actually might not read that one but basically someone like stopped a really horrible situation and like had to call the cops which is crazy 
within a minute, <laughs> this is a new one. Within the first minute of my couple starting their first dance, I heard a blood curdling scream from behind me. That alone canceled. I hate everything about this story already. Just this, just needing to say the word blood curdling, blood curdling Jesus means something horrible. And also just like already everything is canceled. When I turned around, a small kid ran up to me with his blood dripping down his face onto his shirt immediately now. He had ended up falling off a boulder and smashed his head open. Thankfully, one of the parents was sober enough to drive him to the ER and get staples. And the couple had to have a second first dance later that night. Okay. If you're listening to this and you are getting married anytime soon, I cannot stress enough the recommendation of having a adults only wedding. Kids are cute, but, uh, this is, this is why we don't have kids at weddings when everyone is drinking and no one is watching their children. Someone just sent in, I forgot all my memory cards to a shoot and I had to drive. And this, the closest they were was an hour and a half away. When I tell you this would end me, like I haven't shot weddings in over a year. I at least once a week have a nightmare about like forgetting my cards or batteries. That is my, my nightmare. Oh my gosh. This one is just like, I'm so sorry. I once got rear ended going to a wedding. The driver was going about 50 miles per hour, 50 miles per hour. The impact totaled the car and my lighting gear was all stuck in the trunk. The tow truck had to pry the trunk open with a crowbar and I shot the wedding with whiplash and they didn't feed me. I think one of the craziest things about being a wedding vendor is that like you don't really get sick days. Like unless you're dead or like physically incapable of getting out, you're going to that wedding and they might not feed you. And it is one of the like Obviously, it's rare, but I will say like shooting weddings is like it's like people think you're a machine. I don't know. I've never been dehumanized like I like I have at weddings. It's very it's very interesting. The last wedding I shot, I felt super rushed and stressed getting during getting ready photos. And we had to drive an hour to San Diego to get on a boat for the ceremony. I was helping the bridesmaids and the bride carry stuff to the car. And I just hopped in my truck with my one camera I had on me and left all my other equipment, including batteries and extra cards at the house. Oh, my God. I finally realized when we parked and there wasn't enough time to drive back before the one boat left for the ceremony. No. One 5D Canon camera, one set of cards that I had already been using for an hour, one battery, four more hours to go. I left my second body, cards, batteries, and most importantly, my flash at her house. Was extremely lucky my second found SD cards at CVS and I had two batteries and she had two batteries on her. No one found out but us. Again, this is the stuff of my, my nightmares. Um, Someone just said, once I arrived at a wedding to photograph it and the couple was breaking up, I somehow made it through my career free of a breakup, like at the wedding. I don't know how I would have handled that, you guys. I know a lot of you have experienced that, but it is it is so jarring how often that happens. Another time event, a couple's venue canceled on them the morning of their wedding while the bride was in hair and makeup. Nope, I would I would shit myself. That is horrible. That is, that is not it. Okay, last one, because this one's going to be just a quickie episode of your guys' horror story so that you can go into your next job with like a little, a little appreciation for what, what is provided to you. I had a guest yell at me for taking a dinner break and missing really important moments, aka everyone else eating. The father of the bride confronted him after the wedding. So the guest said the father of the bride assaulted him. He lied. And the cops were called. I, (laughs) there are things on wedding days I will actually share. It's not like a horror story necessarily, but like 
The entitlement that some guests can get at weddings is so shocking. And I talk about this with a lot of people that like, I have a lot of friends that are in the creative industry or the wedding industry. And then I have a lot that are not and like have no experience with it. And so it's really crazy describing to them like how insane of a job it can be because we are complete strangers being let in on a very intimate, but also high stress part of someone's day. And it's, it's a two-sided coin, right? Like we get to witness something so beautiful. We get to be a part of something so beautiful and stunning and emotional and intimate. But then there are times that it is just like people will act like they've known you for years or that you're part of their family because they they have to you're part of such an intimate part of the day and so there is like this weird entitlement of like guests and family members where they like treat you in a way where you're just like or they treat each other in a way where you're like I'm a stranger and you're treating me like this or I'm having to witness you treat someone else like this and this is so shocking because you probably wouldn't do this in front of a stranger outside of the setting and like I just remember shooting this wedding once And it was gorgeous. The ceremony was so beautiful. And they had some of the most like aggressive entitled guests. Like during the ceremony, guests were getting out of their seats to get iPhone photos and like photos on whatever. And we got up and we were in the aisle and there was this one guy who kept literally coming into the aisle and like stepping in front of us to get his shots. And we were like, hey, dude, you have to go. Like, you have to sit down. We're trying to get shots for the couple. And he turned around and he was like, sweetie, I'm the uncle. And we were just like, okay. Like, I don't care who you are. You could be the dad for all I care and you're going to sit down. Unless you're the bride, groom, couple, whatever. Unless you are a part of the couple, I don't give a flying F what you think. (laughs) It's not going to stand in the way of doing my job. Like, do you want to be the one that tells the couple that the reason I didn't get a photo of their first kiss as married partners is because you had to get one on your iPhone 10? Like, who wants to have that conversation with a couple? Me or you? Because, like, we can do that if that's so important to you. But it's it's wild how, like, you kind of become the hired help really, really, really quickly. And... It doesn't always happen, right? Like, again, I want to I say this. Working in the wedding industry is a huge honor, and it is beautiful and amazing 99.9% of the time. But there are moments where it is just like, this is such a weird moment of humanity that I am witnessing and being a part of. So, anyway, happy Halloween, you jokers. If you have any other amazing client horror stories, like watching the mom and stepmom make out, that was my favorite one, I have to say. That one might win all wedding stories for me ever. I think that is so funny and amazing. And I just want to know, like, what happened after? Like, can someone get me in touch with that family? Can I get an update? Like, did the moms fall in love? Like, did they hate each other even more after? Did anyone even find out? Was the photographer carrying this secret alone? I don't know. So much to so much to find out in a way that I really hope I find out. That can be my Christmas gift if you guys could just figure out what happened in that situation for me. So happy Halloween, you guys. We will see you tomorrow for an actual episode where we are unpacking branding blueprints. We're talking about our queen, Taylor Swift. And even if you hate Taylor Swift, 
that is because her brand is so successful and we're breaking down the pillars of that we did this on an instagram post last week when midnights came out but we're gonna we're gonna unpack it further um because whether you love or hate her you need to learn from her she is the branding queen and the branding blueprint and the reason you either love her or hate her is because of her brand and how successful it is so that's what we're diving in tomorrow but for tonight have fun trick-or-treating doing whatever it is that you're doing bopping for apples I don't know I'm gonna be dressing up like Caillou I can't wait to show you I'm so pumped to have my bald cap you guys have no idea so happy Halloween I hope you enjoyed this bonus episode I love you guys and I'll talk to you later (music)